Hello, hello, everybody. Hola, hola a todos. How are you doing today? Hey, I hope you are having, you know, a wonderful time during these holidays with your family, friends, with whoever, right? So I wanted to tell you that um, I am very, very thankful for the fact that you are here listening to all, to us this week on episode seven of Spanish with Carla. And, um, Remember that you can always find us on our website, SpanishWithCarla.com, where you can find every single episode and notes. Uh, you can also email us or you can also find us on Facebook at Spanish with Carla group or Spanish with Carla uh, page. And also don't forget, Carla is with the K, all right? So be sure that you type Spanish with Carla with the K, all right? Well, after all that laundry stuff that we just did, <laughs> let's start. And so, you know, this is the New Year's episode, and we're just going to talk a little bit about some words that you're going to use or or some traditions also. Uh, some of them are really cool. Some of them are normal. Some of them are really crazy. You're going to get like, what? Um, and also, uh, but since there were so many Christmas words and I didn't finish, uh, last episode, you know, there's always about time and stuff. So, uh, but I, I promised you I was going to finish those and bring them to you, uh, for this episode. And, uh, I want you to have them. So if you are ready, let's just start right now. Get your, uh, pencil or, or your, uh, Word document and whatever you take notes and let's, let's start. These are going to be easy for you because, um, you remember already that Christmas is Navidad. So the, uh, like these really nice songs, right? The Christmas carols. Okay. So in Spanish, they're not going to have the word Christmas. The, this word cr comes from Spain, but it, everybody says it everywhere in Latin America and it's called Villancicos. Okay. Villancicos is spelled, uh, V as in Victor, I, L as in Lori, L as in Lori, A as in Apple. N as in Nancy, C as in cat, I as in igloo, C as in cat, O as in Oscar, S as in Sam. Oh my God, that's too much. Yes, I know. It was even hard for me to spell it because I need to be thinking, okay, what am I in my mind, you know? So, villancicos. And remember, we have the double L right there. So, that's why you don't say villancicos, you say villancicos. Right. I'm making it a little more, a little stronger so you can listen to it. Normally, if I'm going to just, when you're flowing, you know, like you're speaking the Spanish, you just go villancicos. It doesn't sound too strong as I'm trying to make it, but it does at the same time. Yeah. I know. I don't make any sense. It's, yeah. I understand. So villancicos are those songs that talk about Christmas and, you know, all the, Traditions and baby Jesus or the Adeste Fidelis coming from Latin too and all those songs, right? That uh, people sing during, during these times. Uh, so I wanted you to know that word. You, we also have, of course, a Christmas card because that's something very popular that people uh, send during these times. So you, you already know. Uh, how Christmas, you know, is Navidad, but the way we say it in, you see how in English you say Christmas card. Right. In Spanish, you're going to say tarjeta de Navidad. So your your 
your person or the subject is going to be first. Then you're going to say what it is, what, what is that you're saying about this, the subject, right? Tarjeta. So this is going to be spelled T as in tomato, A as in apple, R as in Robert, Robert J, E as in elephant, T as in Tom, A as in apple. So that is tarjeta. Okay, remember the J in Spanish sounds ha, ha, ha. Think about laughing, okay? When you when you try to remember the sounds of the letter, when you think about the J, just think in, in Spanish, it doesn't do the same sound as it does in English, right? In Spanish, it's more, instead of a J sound, it's a ha, ha sound. Yeah, that's why we call it jota. You see what I mean? So let's let's do that. Think about the J, think about ha, 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 okay? And that way you're never going to forget. Tarjeta. So, tarjeta de, because you have to say what, what is it that you're saying about? So, de, D-E, Navidad. And you're ready to know how to spell that. And if you don't, go back to episode six and listen. I spelled it like three or four times. It's going to be easy. You can also go to the notes because it's going to be there. Okay, so tarjeta de Navidad is going to be a Christmas card that you might send and, you know, stuff like that. We also have, what does Santa Claus like to eat? Cookies, right? So that's another interesting one that you want to learn. Galletas. Okay, so as you can imagine, when you hear galletas, what you think we're using? We're using, yep, you got it, a double L. That's what we are using for this word, okay? So it's spelled G as in giraffe, A as in apple, L as in lorry, L as in lorry, E as in elephant, T as in tomato, A as in apple, S as in Sam, galletas. That, okay, in some countries like Spain, so if you are in Europe um, and, and you live, I don't know, in Ireland or England and you're trying to learn more the Spain uh, Spanish, then in those country, in that country, they're they're more called bizcochos. Okay. Now I'm not gonna go through the spelling of that word, but if you do, if you are listening from the European countries and you want me to teach you that, I'll be happy to post it on the notes, or of course touch it on another episode and of and also put it on the notes. Okay. But if you hear bizcochos, if you hear galletas. All pretty much Mexico, Latin America, uh, Caribbean, all those places is basically going to be galletas, that's cookies, okay? Um, and that would be basically um, the one that you're going to hear the most, okay? Okay, perfect. So now let's go with the next one, and that's going to be, this is a very silly one, Okay. So this is poinsettia. You remember those wonderful red, red flowers that we see everywhere during Christmas, right? Um, I have tried to plant those, and they always die on me. I don't know why, but I don't know. Uh, I've always thought that maybe they're only meant to leave during Christmas and then bye. I don't know. But if you actually have been able to to grow one and have it living forever, let me know. That would be fun to know because I might get some tips from you and see if I can get one that, you know, stays alive for longer than a month. Um, so poinceras in Spanish, they're called the same way of Christmas Eve. 
Do you remember? Christmas Eve is said, Noche Buena. The poinceras in Spanish are called exactly the same way. Noche Buenas. Because normally you get like a basket with a bunch of them. So people say, oh, you, girl, you brought me some Noche Buenas. Thus, each flower, individual flower would be Noche Buena. But since you always get them, like I said, in a little vase with a bunch of them, then everybody calls them Noche Buenas. Okay, so I'm going to spell it for you just because it's a new word, but still you should have it from last episode. So it's going to be N as in Nancy, O, C, H, E, Noche, N, O, C, H, E, Noche, Buena, B, U, E, N, A, B, U, E-N-A, Noche Buena. Hey, I gave you the Spanish spelling because you already have it from last, from previous episode, okay? So it shouldn't be too complicated for you. So poinceras, Noche Buenas. Those are the beautiful red flowers. Now, the next one, of course, this one is going to be with both Christmas, New Year's, any celebration you might have. Celebration is super easy. Because in Spanish, the only letter that changes is instead of saying celebration with a T at the end, you put a C as in cat. You say celebración. Celebración. The other difference, so let's spell it for you anyways, okay? Even though I know you're super smart and you don't need to, I will do it. Okay, C as in cat, E as in elephant, L as in lorry, E as in elephant, B as in boy. R as in Robert, A as in Apple, C as in Cat, I as in Igloo, O as in Oscar with an accent, N as in Nancy. Celebración. Okay? And you can use these for anything you're celebrating, you know? Uh, celebración, like a birthday celebration, or New Year's celebration, or Christmas celebration, or whatever celebration. Okay? That word you can use it for, you can say, of course, it's more common to say I'm going to a party, but you can also say I'm going to a celebration, you know, whatever. So this word, you can use it for any type of holiday or any type of celebration you might have. Okay. Now let's jump into the new year words and, and celebration, right? So of course, uh, new year, uh, means in Spanish, año nuevo. So new is in Spanish, it said nuevo. And this is N as in Nancy, U as in umbrella, E as in elephant, V as in Victor, O as in Oscar, nuevo. Of course, you can use this word to talk about anything that is new, right? As this, the same as in English. Uh, you can say you have new, a new car, carro nuevo. Right? You can say whatever new this word is going to be. I mean, we're learning it because of the new year, but you can use it all year round, right? <laughs> so, anyways, um, and then a year is going to be A as an apple, Eñe, O as an Oscar, Año. Okay? Remember, it's very important that you remember. When you are saying this word, say año. Do not, please, I beg you, 
Do not say it with an N. That would be actually a word that you don't want to be saying in public. So just say año, okay? And when you're, you're talking about birthday, people say cumpleaños, okay? Remember we learned happy birthday, cumpleaños. Don't say cumpleaños, say cumpleaños. Don't forget your ñe, 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 ñe. Repeat it, remember it, and, and when you say these words that have it, please say it, okay? So uh, año nuevo. Now, Happy New Year. You do remember how you say happy because you learned in the previous episode, Feliz Navidad, right? So Feliz Año Nuevo, Happy New Year. I don't think I need to spell Feliz for you because you already know it, but uh, Feliz Año Nuevo. So, of course, you're going to say it with more emotion, right? Feliz Año Nuevo, yay! Yeah, of course. So now on that one, um, let's talk about uh, sometimes you hear people saying, you know, prosperous or whatever. So that's the same word in Spanish. It's just prospero, which means you're wishing the person to bring, uh, you know, money or, or to have, you know, good ab abundance and stuff like that. So that was, that's going to be the same exact word, prospero. And in Spanish, the difference is that you are going to do P.S. and Paul, R.S. and Robert, O as an Oscar with an accent, S as in Sam, P as in Paul, E as an elephant, R as in Robert, O as an Oscar. Prospero. And yeah, you're going to make it, a, you're going to sound a little, uh, uh, you know, the accent is going to make the, the word, you know, sound a little stronger on the first syllable. And you do want to do it because you have the accent right there. So prospero. There is some people actually that they call Prosperos in Spanish, okay? And um, I I mean, I don't know. That's not a very common name, but it's kind of a name. Uh, <laughs> also, we have um, another concept or another way that you that you say um, about the New Year. Uh, you say also New Year's party, right? So let's teach you how to say party, party. So that's fiesta. F as in Frank. I as an igloo, E as an elephant, S as in Sam, T as in tomato, A as an apple. Now, do you see how in this word you have the two um, vowels, um, which is I and E, and it, it sounds kind of musical. You're not going to stop mentioning one because you're mentioning the other one. You need to make both of them sound. Fiesta. Can you see how you go from one to the other one? Fiesta. Fiesta. It doesn't have to be as low as I'm doing it. Normally you say fiesta, but can you hear it? I still say both. So it's very important. I have heard people saying, oh, yeah, festa. Because they're thinking on festivity, right? No, it's not festa. Fiesta. Don't forget the I. Fiesta. Fiesta de año nuevo. Fiesta de, don't forget, de is, is going to be the conjunction between the subject and what you are saying about the subject, right? So, fiesta de año nuevo. Can you say that again? Fiesta. De Año Nuevo. So we have Feliz Año Nuevo. We have Prospero Año Nuevo. 
and we have fiesta de Año Nuevo. It's very common for people to go and take cruises during the New Year, especially on states where it's really cold because you can go and have really good time in the Caribbean and you go to those countries. So it's very important that you know about these words because you're going to be celebrating with people that speak Spanish. And of course, you want to show off. Come on. So this is always interesting for you to to know. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, the tradition, some some words that that you're gonna use or or things that you're gonna see, and and I don't want you to get you know scared or or thinking that oh my God they're doing something bad or I don't know whatever. I want to talk to you about the traditions and 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 you know that uh, the most common, I guess I can say, but also the one that everybody probably knows. This tradition comes actually from Spain um, and is the the 12 grapes, right, that you eat uh, while the the clock is going, ding, you know, the 12 bells, you know, at the midnight, at midnight. So, um, <laughs> okay, so this is the thing. It used to be that you had a list of uh on, of things that you wanted to do during the new year. And, and he said that if, if you actually were able to eat the 12 grapes, that means that you were going to be able to achieve your goals for the new year. Okay. But now everybody talks about 12 wishes. So I don't know. What do you do? Do you do wishes or goals for the, ne- for the new year? Um, I always learn it as goals. And then, but that was kind of discouraging to be honest with you because, I mean, I almost choked probably, I don't know, like five times in my life trying to eat those uh, grapes. And, and it's just, it's just crazy, right? And then it's like, oh man, so now I'm not going to achieve all my goals. That sucks. It's kind of, kind of a bad way to, to start the new year, right? So, I mean, it shouldn't depend on if you are able to put all those grapes in your mouth and eat them or if whatever, if you are strong enough to be able to do your goals, then good for you, right? But that's kind of the most um, common one that you're going to see. And if you are in a cruise or in a restaurant, uh, around 11.30 at night, you're going to get put a little plate on your right side on the table if you're in in Mexico or you know Latin America countries in one of those fancy restaurants whatever you're gonna have the little plate and then you don't have to eat them with the with the bells right you you can just eat them as a dessert or whatever but they're putting there just in case that you want to do the tradition right and um and if you buy the grapes to do that please be sure that seedless and please be sure that you take the little stems out of it. Just make your life easier, man. And <laughs> there's some grapes that are, are humongous, right? So uh, when I do that, I try to go and find the smallest ones <laughs> so I can at least try to make it. And um, and if you want to do wishes, do wishes. If you want to do goals, do goals. Whatever makes you happy. As long as you have fun, that's all that matters. So now let me tell you. So grapes is very easy. Uva. And that's U as an umbrella, V as in Victor, A as an apple, uva, uva. If you're talking about 12 grapes, then you say doce. Remember, we learned the numbers and we ended uh, from zero to 10, right? So 11 would be, um, would be once, which is O, N, C as in cat, E, once. And then doce, 
would be, remember, it has to do with dos. Remember number one, two, three, uno, dos, tres. Okay, so dos, think about the same word, dos. But instead, you do D as in dog, O as in Oscar, C as in cat, E as in elephant, doce, doce. And that way, you're saying 12. Okay, so doce uvas, doce uvas, doce uvas. Now, um, when you're talking about goals in Spanish, I'm going to teach you the word. It's going to be complicated, but... Uh, you can you have time to practice for for this new year, and then if you forget, you can practice again for the next one. Okay, it's called okay. Think about the the English word proposal. Think about that word because the goals for the new year in Spanish are called propósitos. It's like you're proposing yourself to do something. You see what I mean? So think about it so you can relate both words. And even though they don't mean the same, it's going to be helpful for you because you're going to associate both words. Propósitos. P as in Paul, R as in Robert, O as in Oscar. P as in Paul, O as in Oscar with an accent. S as in Sam, I as in Igloo. T as in Tomato, O as in Oscar. S as in Sam. Propósitos. And, and you know that the accent is right there, so it has to sound a little stronger. Propositos. That's your goals. That's what you want to do, like losing weight or getting better grades or find a better job or, you know, whatever, whatever your your uh, propositos are. Okay. So um, talking about another tradition that uh, that we also have and, and we also have here in the United States is fireworks. Okay, in Spanish, those are called fuegos artificiales. Okay, fuegos is the same as fire. It means the same. Okay, F as in Frank, U as in umbrella, E as in elephant, G as in giraffe, O as in Oscar, S as in Sam. Why do we make it plural? Because when you do fireworks, it's normally not only one. There's plenty. So it's assumed that there's going to be a lot of them. So you just say it in plural all the time. Fuegos. Artificiales means artificial, obviously, right? So I'm going to teach you how to spell it, even though I'm sure you can uh, guess that by the English version because they're very similar. Uh, I still want to spell it for you just so we don't miss anything. A as in apple, R as in Robert, T as in tomato, I as in igloo. F as in Frank, I as in igloo, C as in cat, I as in igloo, A as in apple, L as in lorry, E as in elephant, S as in Sam. <gasps> Oof, that was a long word, wasn't it? Artificiales. Yes, it is a very long word. It's easier to learn how to say it than to spell it. So just learn how to say it if if that's gonna, if that's what you're going to need for this New Year's celebration. Fuegos artificiales. Okay. Um, and it used to be, and uh, you know, that the reason why we do this, the reason why we, we have these, you know, fireworks is because it used to be that the fire, uh, in many, uh, cultures and religions and different beliefs, fire purifies, right? So it used to be that you do those fireworks because basically you're burning all the bad stuff from the, from the old year and you're, 
open to new beginnings, supposed to, you know, to, to do all that. And that's the reason why we do the fireworks. Um, now, also, something else that you're going to do a lot is going to be at, at midnight is um, to do a toast and say cheers. Okay, now I'm going to teach you. So the fact of doing a toast or lifting your your glass with your whatever uh, the drink that you're that you're drinking uh, is is saying in Spanish brindis brindis okay um, brindis is so if I'm gonna say let's make a toast for you because you're learning Spanish okay in Spanish I would say vamos a brindar okay. So brindis is is basically the subject, but it becomes a verb when you're saying uh, you, when you are doing it. So brindar would be the infinite infinitive uh, version of it. But I'm, I'm going to teach you both. Okay, brindis, which is the fact of doing making a toast, right? So V as in boy, R as in Robert, I as in igloo, N as in Nancy. D as in dog, I as in igloo, S as in Sam, brindis, okay? Brindis. Then, let's say at, at, at midnight, you're going to hear somebody on the microphone saying, okay, vamos a brindar. Okay, vamos is an, a verb that also says, let's do it, right? Let's go and do this, okay? If I'm going to tell you, okay, let's go, I'm going to tell you, vámonos. Maybe you have heard that, maybe you have heard that quite a bit, you know, in, in, you know, in, in time. Um, that's basically what, what it means, right? So vamos a brindar. Vamos is spelled V as in Victor, A as in Apple, M as in Mary, O as in Oscar, S as in Sam. Vamos. You are going to need this verb for many things in the future. We are going to have a regular verbs podcast pretty soon. So we are able to, to start, you know, using, you know, doing more phrases, doing more stuff like that. So you're learning this one already. Vamos. A. A is going to be the conjunction between this verb or, uh, or this action verb and the other verb that is also telling you what, what is the action you're going to take. So it's a little confusing because remember what I told you, I'm not a Spanish teacher. I'm just a Spanish speaker that is, that is trying to teach you the easy way to learn Spanish. So vamos a brindar. B as in boy, R as in Robert, I as in igloo, N as in Nancy, D as in dog, A as in apple, R as in Robert. Vamos a brindar, okay? And if you just yell, brindar, everybody's going to know that you need another drink, okay? So also, what happens when, when you already have your glass and you already did your brindis, and people say, okay, yeah, so this new year is super cool, blah, 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 blah. And the minute you're going to just, uh, you lift your, your glass and then you bring it, you don't, you don't say cheers like you say in, Amer in the United States, right? You say salud, okay? Salud. So salud is spelled S as in Sam, A as in Apple, L as in Lori, U as in umbrella, D as in dog. And salud also means health, okay? It also means health. 
also, let me tell you, okay, I'm about to get you super mega confused, but actually um, I'm also teaching you uh, different ways to use the same word, okay? So when somebody sneezes in a Spanish speaker, con Spanish speaking country, you also say salud. So I guess it comes from, you know, those older times when if you're doing like, say if you're doing a, a toast, right? And then for the new year, you're wishing people good health and, and you just say salud. Or if you're having, you know, drinks with your friend, instead of saying cheers, you say salud. Later on, you know, time, I'm going to teach you a really good phrase that people just, you know, playing, you know, they say when they're going to, when they're drinking and it's just silly. I don't want to say it now because you're going to get all confused and you probably won't understand anything. It would probably take us a good chunk of the podcast to be able to tell you all the words, but um, we'll get there. So remember, salud. If you're going to do the New Year uh, toast, the brindis, when you leave your glass, you say salud. And if somebody's knee says, you also say salud. Okay? <laughs> it's the same. So um now in during the new year, we you're gonna hear a lot, a lot of uh of this when you do the the cheers, when you are celebrating, you're gonna hear a lot about um these three words. Uh when they go and give you the hug. So okay, let me back let me back up a little bit. Before I go to these to these three words that you're gonna hear many times, uh, if you wanna order, if you're in a restaurant and you wanna order champagne, and there is nobody else that could speak English that could understand that, is the same word pretty much. It's just said champagne. Remember, the ch sounds different in English and Spanish, so you just need to make it a little stronger. Champagne. But it's pretty much the same word. It's actually a French word, if, I, if I'm correct. Um, so it would be C, same as in English, it would be C-H-A, but then it starts changing. M as, I mean, M as in Mary, P as in Paul, A as in Apple, Ñ, A as in Apple. Okay, Champagne. Don't say Champana because they're going to think you mean Campana, which is bell, like the Christmas bells, remember? So... You say champagne. Be sure to remember your ñ on that on on that word. Okay, so that would be pretty much. Or you can just you know say cheers with whatever you want, but that's the tradition, right? The champagne in the new year, especially in cruises and stuff like that. Okay, now let me go back to what I was trying to say. Um, so you're gonna hear a lot during the celebration. People are probably gonna say. Uh, dame un abrazo. Okay, abrazo means hug. So if you hear that, it's nothing bad. It's just everybody, at least in, in Mexico, where I am from, um, it's very traditional that even if you are in a restaurant and you don't know anybody, you still go and hug everybody and say Happy New Year's. I'm sure it's the same in here. And um, so abrazo. I know hug is easier in English H, because it's just H-U-G, so small word. But in Spanish, it's more complicated than that. But still, you have to learn it, okay? Abrazo. A as in apple, B as in boy, R as in Robert, A as in apple, Z as in zebra, O as in Oscar. Abrazo. Okay? Don't forget it. 
Because if you hear it, then at least you know what it is. You, you hear abrazo and you just open your arms and hug whoever wants an abrazo. Okay? So the, the, also when they hug you, when you get that New Year's hug, they're going to say, oh, well, feliz año nuevo. And then you're going to hear these three words. Salud, which you already know what it is. Dinero, which means money. Okay? Y amor, which means love. So when they hug you, mostly, most of people are going to hug you and say, Feliz Año Nuevo. Salud, dinero y amor, which means they're wishing you that the new year brings you salud, dinero y amor. So if you can say it when you hug these people, then you're going to be, oh my God, showing off, right? So let me teach you how to, you already know how to spell salud. Let's teach you how to spell dinero. And that is D as in dog, I as in igloo, N as in Nancy, E as in elephant, R as in Robert, O as in Oscar. Dinero. E, remember on these cases, and uh, mostly on all, all the cases in Spanish, most of them, the Y, just a letter Y, is going to make the function of the word end, A-N-D. Okay? So... If you want to say, um, if you want to add words, right, instead of saying and, all you need to do is use a letter Y, which in, in, in Spanish is going to sound I, like, like the letter I. So you're just going to say E. Remember? Remember that in Spanish the I sounds E? Confusing. If you, if you are confused, go back to episode one where we worked on the uh, alphabet and the numbers and the vowels and all that. So please be sure to do that, okay? So salud, dinero, y, which means and, amor. A, a as in Apple, M as in Mary, O as in Oscar, R as in Robert. Now, of course, you know that you are going to be able to use these words in the future because if you were talking Remember, we know already from previous episodes how to say cuánto. If you forget to say cuánto cuesta uh, something, you are able to say cuánto dinero, and they're going to understand what you mean, right? Because you know how to say cuánto already, and then now you know how to say dinero. So cuánto dinero? And they're going to be able to understand, oh, he means how much he needs to pay for this thing. Right? So you can use these words also. Now, if you're going to be, uh, you know, talking to somebody, you can also say, cuánto amor. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I guess you could, right? Because it's, it's true. Amor means love here. And, you know, it's, it's, it can be, um, it can be, you can use it too. Like if you're kind of meeting somebody and, you know, whatever. Um, also is another word that you can use not only on the new year. So this is a beauty about talking about these traditions and, and stuff. Uh, also because you learn words that you're going to be able to use, um, on your daily experience, uh, when you go to those countries, you know, to these Spanish speaking countries. Um, so again, uh, when you get an abrazo, you're going to hear salud, dinero, y amor. Okay? You can say it. Again, you're wishing good health, money, and love for the new year. Okay? 
So, okay, so that's pretty cool. Now, let me talk to you about some crazy traditions that <laughs> that people have in Latin America. Uh, and let me know if, if those traditions also are using here. You know, I mean, I don't know. One that uh, many people do is, so they go to the front of the house and they grab like a bucket of water and they just throw it, you know. Uh, they have been a lot of cases in which people just throw and they don't realize somebody's walking into the house and they get all that water. It's not dirty or anything. It's just water. It's supposed to be a way to get rid of all the bad stuff out of your house and purify it and, you know, kind of clean it. So that's the reason why you throw the water outside of your house. They say that you have to do it. You have to throw it through the front door, not the back door. It has to be through your front door. You just throw some water um, out. And uh, it's supposed to clean up your your house from the bad stuff that happened in the old year and coming back to the new year, uh, you know, waiting for a clean new year with salud, dinero, y amor, right? Okay, so another crazy one, or not so crazy, uh, but, um, but is... Um, Oh, let me talk to you about this one that is a little, a little, um, different because this one is not from Mexico. I tried to find some traditions for you from different countries. This one actually is, is done in Brazil. Okay. So people go to the beach and they jump seven waves. Okay. And, and they go wearing like white clothes. Uh, symbolizing, I don't know, I guess, purity, cleanliness. They they have, you know, a, a goddess that is called Yamaya, I think. I'm sorry, excuse excuse me if I'm not saying it right. Um, and and they go to the beach and they bring uh, some gifts or just food or alcohol that you sit there, celebrate, dance. And, you know, in Brazil, people can actually party. That's, wow, that's amazing. It's an amazing place. If you want to go have fun, I go to the carnival. Oh my goodness. That is the place to go. And, um, so they go and then they do seven, they jump seven waves and it's supposed to bring for them, um, all the good stuff for the new year. Because you remember seven is supposed to be the perfect number. I don't know. I'm not a numerologist, but that's what people say. So that's, that's one. Uh, oh, and Yama Yo, Yama Ya, Yaman Ya. I think is the way they say it, is the goddess of the ocean and also um, um, in, of the moon, okay? So it makes sense. They're on the ocean and it's night, it's midnight, and that's, they, they go and ask this, this goddess to give them all the blessings for the new year. Okay, that was one. And then um, we have another one is eat lentils. I, I think here in the United States we eat those black eyed peas, right? For prosperity. And uh, so in Latin American countries, it's lentils. And you you also get a little bowl with them and you can eat them. And that's supposed to be specifically for money. Okay. My great grandma uh, used to, or, or told me years ago, right? It was a long time. I can barely remember that you can put a little uh, a little bunch of lentils in your purse on, on the new year. And then it, you can leave it in your purse. I do that also because I am a very superstitious person, guys. 
uh, you can say ridiculously superstition, but superstitious, but I am. So I like putting uh, also grains of coffee in in my in my purse. Uh, but that's not a New Year thing. That's just a Carla's thing. Uh, so, so the lentils you can eat them during the New Year, or you can put them put a little bit of the. Oh, if you're gonna put them in your purse, be sure they're raw. <laughs> you don't want that mess in your purse or wallet or whatever. So please, that's supposed to be for ab- abundance and um, and fortune and all that stuff. Okay, so money, 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 and then. Other people, uh, right at midnight, they go and do some sweeping. You know, you don't have to clean your whole house when everybody's there celebrating, but they say you just, you know, sweep a little bit from the front door to the street and it's supposed to get rid of all the bad stuff as well. Um, and, um, and just leave your house clean for the new year, right? Um, now another one, oh, don't forget when you're going to do this sweeping, it has to be through the front door as well. Okay. Um, I, I used to do this one a lot because I, I'm somebody that loves traveling and I haven't done it in a few, in a few years. I'm going to see if I do it this time, but, um, midnight, grab a suitcase and just go out of your door and back in and go back out and back in and, or just go around the block or some people go onto a chair with a suitcase, you know, and it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to break a leg, but you can do either or something that has to do with suitcase. Um, I had a friend that used to say that if you wanted to travel internationally, put your passport inside the suitcase. I don't know. I think that's just going too much, but Hey, you know, it all, if, if it works for you, do it. What if it works? If it does, let me know. So I do it. (laughs) Then, um, that's another one which has to do with traveling. Um, the other one uh, is, of course, the the clothes, right? Um, some people wear like it used to be when I was, you know, uh, in college and all that. Between our friends, we used to give like, you know, on these, you know, the, the red colors. So you wear them. They have to be new. Now it's a whole different culture, you guys. Now if you want money, you wear yellow. If you want prosperity and business success, you wear purple. And if you want, I don't know, I, I can't keep up with all that. But every color, according to what you want, is the underwears that you're going to wear. And that's what you're going to get for the new year. You know, I, I, I when I used to do that, it was only the red. Now it's a whole uh, different spectrum of different colors according to what you want to get. Um, so now. Uh, the other one that I thought it was a little um, iffy, but hey, I respect everybody's you know customs and 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 uh, traditions. Better said, traditions. Um, there is a tradition about they make actually in Mexico, different Latin American countries, South America. Um, they make like uh, dolls. Okay, this is not voodoo, guys. They just make dolls with. Um, with paper, with cardboard, with old clothes that they don't want anymore, with, and they, sometimes they use politicians' faces. I'm not giving you ideas. I'm just saying. Sometimes they, they use politicians' faces or, you know, faces of people they don't want, they don't like or whatever. And then right at midnight, they burn all these, all these dolls. And it's a tradition. It, it seems a little kind of weird for, maybe for some people. And it might be a little iffy, but it's just, 
the same. It's a purification process. It's just a way to say, okay, all these bad stuff that happens, happened in this old year, I'm burning it. Fire purification is going away. And uh, and that's basically the way that, you know, the things are um, done during this celebration. All these traditions and all these different things um, is important. And the reason why I share with you is because I want to be sure that when you go and, and you know, for your vacations to these, these places, whatever you see, you understand. That's very important. Um, you know, to be able to understand what is going on and, uh, and then, uh, you can, uh, you know, knowing what is going on, you can go and talk to people and share about your traditions as well, you know, stuff like that. And look, I was thinking about this. Remember when we were talking about the colors, right? Talking about that tradition, wearing the underwear is red color that it was supposed to be for love. So now, uh, like I told you, there's a, a big amount of different things that you can get if you wear this color underwear. So let's talk about that and learn Spanish, okay? So red, which, like I said, it used to be for love. Now, uh, internet says that it's the best color to achieve all your goals and to, you know, make it happen, right? Because sometimes we have, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do, you know, and, but if you wear these red underwears, then it's supposed to be that it's going to kick it up and it's going to roll the ball and, and it's going to get you going with your goals. Okay. But most important, red in Spanish is said rojo. Rojo. Remember, when the R is in the beginning of the word, is strong. Ro. Ro. Jo. Rojo. R as in Robert, O as in Oscar, J, O as in Oscar. Okay, now, let me tell you, this is the tricky part about the colors. In English, colors are always the same word, red. It doesn't matter if you're talking about an apple or a car, okay? In Spanish, the color is going to change the last letter of the color is going to change according to the gender of the word that they are describing. Hey, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm not going to go into that on this episode, but I just needed to tell you so you are aware because you might hear roja rather than rojo, and you might think, oh, she didn't teach me right. No, that's not what it means. The color itself is rojo. But if you're describing, say, say, for example, a house. You already know how to say house, right? Casa. La casa es roja. Okay? Because la casa, the gender of the word casa is, is you know, female. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. But we are learning colors right now, no genders and all that. So rojo is the color. All right. We, I promise you, we're going to have a podcast in which we're going to do all about colors and how they work. And you will have fun with that. That's going to be interesting, not really complicated, but very interesting and fun. Okay. So now let's talk about blue. 
okay? And blue is supposed to be a positive color, right? It's a color that that if you wear that, you're going to get all these good positive vibes, good vibes to your life, and, um, and all this good stuff. Get rid of all the bad stuff. So blue, you say it, azul. A, as an apple. Z, as in zebra. U, as an umbrella. L, as in lorry. Azul. Easy, right? Azul. Azul. You know, there is girls, actually, that they name Azul. And, and the first time I met somebody, a little girl that was named Azul, I thought that was a beautiful name. Just because Azul is a beautiful color. You know, blue is kind of brings you kind of tranquility or maybe me because I'm sort of crazy, but I think that blue <laughs> brings you a lot of tranquility and peacefulness and all that stuff. So remember, if you want positive vibes, wear azul, okay? Then uh, green, let's talk about green now. Um, green is supposed to be for prosperity. So if you start a business, it should be going really well. If you start, you know, whatever, you should have good money, good financials in your in your life on this year. And that's with the green, which is said verde. Verde. Okay. V as in Victor, E as an elephant, R as in rabbit, D as in dog, E as an elephant. Verde. Okay. Verde. And yeah, I know it's not as strong, which is in the middle of the word. It doesn't sound as strong as rojo, but I still want you to listen to it. To it. It's just verde, a little softer, verde, verde, okay? So the next color is going to be ta -da -da -da, pink, okay? So pink, in Spanish, you say it, rosa. It's very similar to rojo. You see that? So it is, so pink is R as in Robert, O as in Oscar, S as in Sam, A as in Apple. Rosa, rosa, that means pink. And um, this is kind of the color that you wear if you want like that romance to sparkle. You know what I mean? Like if you want to, I guess, meet that person, but that is going to go somewhere else right? Supposedly. Guys, remember, I'm not a color whatever person. I'm just, I'm just sharing with you what they say. And if this can help you get whatever you want, your wishes done for the new year, hey, I'm all for it. Okay. So, but don't take it as, you know what I mean? I have to wear it or I won't have a romance. No, that doesn't mean that. You can still have a romance, whatever you're wearing. Okay. So now the next color is going to be, and I'm not going to tell you all the colors today. All right, uh, matter of time, but also I don't want you to get confused. So another color that is very important, one of the mo the primary colors, of course, is yellow. And of course, you know that yellow or gold or any of those, you know, um, any of those colors is going to be for money, money, money. So yellow, I have told you already many times uh, how it's said, but I'm going to tell you again, amarillo. And if you ever see George Strait, tell him that it's not amarillo, it's amarillo, okay? Amarillo is spelled M as, I mean, A as an apple, M as in Mary, A as an apple, R as in Robert, I as in igloo, L as in Lori, L as in Lori, O as in Oscar. Amarillo, 
Don't forget, double L sounds ja, ja, ja. Amarillo. Okay, so let's recap on our colors, okay? We have rojo, azul, verde, rosa, amarillo. You want to say them again with me? Okay, red is rojo. Blue is azul, green is verde, pink is rosa, yellow is amarillo. Okay? So, we have these, these new words added to our vocabulary, and that is so cool. Um, on top of all the New Year words and all that, and I'm going to tell you real fast, other than, you know, the brindis and all that, your dinner on the New Year is going to be pretty much similar to Christmas. Uh, many people do, like I told you, the leg, um, the pork leg, they put some pineapples on top. It's, it's really delicious. They do... Um, they do spaghetti different ways that we do. In New Year's in, 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 in Mexico, it's very common to have spaghetti. Uh, they make it basically like mac and cheese. What the, the way we do the mac and cheese, but they use spaghetti and they make it with cheese. Sometimes they make it with, you know, tomato sauce, but not with meat sauce, just tomato. And sometimes they make one that I do like that is made with poblano peppers. So it's, it make like a, like a poblano pepper sauce. It's green. So the spaghettis are green and they are absolutely delicious. Um, and you're going to have pork or you're going to have, I mean, some people just go directly with, you know, turkey. Some people have, um, tamales. It all, it's all going to depend with the country that you are from. Uh, in, in Mexico, on the, on the south part of the country, there is something that is very common. And people say that if you eat this, it's going to be, you know, for good for you with, with money on the year. And it's called romeritos. So you know what that is? They, it's some kind of fish. And I couldn't tell you, I never eaten it because I'm allergic to seafood, unfortunately. But, um, they make some kind of fish and they cook it on rosemary, but not, your dry spice rosemary. No, fresh rosemary. It smells delicious. Unfortunately, I have not been able to try it, but that's very common. And people say that if you eat that, you'll get money because rosemary is well known, you know, for money. That's what I've thought many years. I've always, you know, known that. So it's, it's just common. And, um, and one day, let me tell you this story. Um, nothing against people from El Salvador, please. Um, but, um, I went to these people that invited me to their house and, and for the new year, they were serving tamales from El Salvador. All countries serve the food differently. We all prepare the food differently. Okay. So I go and I got, grab me a tamal. Uh, first of all, the dough, like on Mexican tamales is like fully cooked. It's kind of hard. I mean, it's cooked. When you eat the tamales from El Salvador, the masa or the, or the dough tastes a little, Gui, I guess, kind of like um, when you eat those um, chicken and dumplings. I guess you can you can say that. Um, so it's very soft and and and, and wet, right? And uh, so then I tried it, and I'm like, okay, well, this is not my cup of tea because to me it's a texture thing, and it feels like it's it's raw. But I I kept eating on it. So when I caught that tamal, oh my god, guess what? 
So it was a chicken tamal. But my surprise was that instead of, like in Mexican tamales, we cut the chicken and we put it like in pieces and stuff, right? In the south of Mexico, they do bigger chunks, but it's still only the meat. So when I opened that tamal, it was the whole chicken leg with bone and everything. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was a choke. It choked me, honestly. And I was like, oh, so it just it's just different. Okay, so I'm telling you, when you go and grab a tamal, if if you don't want to get surprised with different things like that, um, just ask what they what how they're made, right? That way you don't you don't get that. I had some tamales with an egg inside. You know, you open it and it has an egg. That's from the south of Mexico in Oaxaca. So there's all kinds of different food that you're gonna find. There's nothing really traditional. 100% for the new year is is more open to what your family wants to make. Okay. So, well, you know what? I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I had lots of fun um, talking to you about the new year, about all the celebrations and all the traditions. Um, I do want to wish you um, a very, okay, a muy feliz año nuevo. I hope this new year brings you salud, dinero, y amor. And I hope you come back next week and listen to us and and you learn with us because the next uh, episode is going to be about body parts. So you are going to learn how to say all those things. So please come back and join us next week. Again, Feliz Año Nuevo!